1: Poverty is at an all-time high in the wealthiest nation on earth. We keep calling on government to save us with new programs, and we now have more people using food stamps than any time in our history. Keep seeking the answer to poverty through government, and the problem will continue to get worse. The answer to poverty is in our homes, churches, and communities, not in Washington or any state's capital. The long term success of our country will come through our children if we teach them perseverance, humility, honor, character, hope, and love. And love will lead to action. This is The Mickey Ellison Show. How we raise our children today will be our legacy for good or evil. Let's change the world. Now, here is Mickey Ellison.
2: Welcome to the Mickey Ellison Show. This is Mickey Ellison, and today's show is going to be a little bit different. The first thing I do want to throw out there is, is, is to my mother. Um, we did a, a show about, I don't know, it, was, it was two or three weeks ago, and it was my story. And And my mom is the greatest mom on the planet. Tiffany probably feels the same way about her mom. But Tiffany Swillie with us today. Um, but the... The troubles that we go through and the struggles that we go through, oftentimes, as a parent, and I'm a parent of two young boys, it, it, it it's hard to let your children go through those things. And in my story, uh, Tiffany's going to help me actually go through this today because the difference between this story or this week's show versus any other week is I'm the one that's going to be, I don't for lack of a better word, interviewed. Um, if no one's heard the the. This story, I, I, I spent a lot of time last twenty years in with a failed business, having been over, almost a hundred pounds overweight, and working in an industry that uh, that I I knew there was problems with, and, and and just the journey that that I have been on to bring me to where I am today, and in the midst of all those trials. You don't see the blessings that are in there, but they actually are there if you can just work through them and never give up. So, hey, Tiffany Sweeley, who has been on the show in the past, is with us this week. She's also one of the the three-headed – do I call us monster? That's the last thing I want to say with with Complete Fitness. Um, We've talked about Complete Fitness on probably the last four or five shows, and um, we're kicking off our first event this coming Saturday – uh, October eighteenth, ten o'clock at Beach Springs Church in, in Pelzer, South Carolina, a small town in South Carolina. But we we expect there to be great results from what what God's going to do through this versus what we are going to do because we are just the uh, the messengers. He's gonna He's gonna share the message with us. So, Tiffany, welcome to the show. And I'm going to let you you are now the host of the Mickey Ellis oh show. Oh gosh, oh
3: Lord, no pressure, huh?
2: <laughs> like you're in front of thousands of people. Good heavens. I Nobody know, can see
3: it. but that's different. That's different. <laughs> but thanks for having me on um, today, and uh, thanks for flipping the script on me. That was really nice of you to do that. But <laughs> well, thanks for being
2: willing to do that.
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but, yeah, I did, you know, I listened to your story, and um, there were so many things about it that was very similar. Um, to ours, Um, different struggles in different areas to different degrees, I should say. We've had the same struggles that you guys have had, but um, some of yours were um, greater in the financial and lesser in the marriage, and ours were kind of flip-flopped. But anyway, all of those things have played out in our lives, just like they have in yours. So there are several things that I wanted to talk to you about that struck home with me. Um, because I just think we're living in a time where um, especially marriages are being really um, hit and uh, undermined and things are coming at the home and the marriage and the family. And as you were talking, you talked about your wife and how supportive she was uh, through the things that you guys went through. And I know um, the financial stuff was a burden on you guys. I also know that it caused a lot of emotional turmoil. So I just wanted you to talk a couple minutes about um, what do you think you guys had in your marriage established already that brought you guys through those really tough times?
2: You know, one of the things, Tiff, I think that that we did have is we were best friends. Um, mm. That that was the, the beginning of what allowed us to go through the struggles we had. You know, you, you, you run into a lot of uh, marriages where, just from the financial standpoint, you'll have a husband will have a checking account and a, a wife will have a checking account. They kind of do those things on their own. And and from day one, we have, granted in the beginning, we had borrowed money in the checking account, but uh, hey, we have money there. But we never once separated our our assets or anything of that nature because we felt like that, um, you know, that was just an area of trust that I can't really even comprehend not mm-hmm. having our, our stuff together. And, but more, the most important part was uh, – one of the most important parts was that we were best friends from the beginning. And one of the, the things that we made a, 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 an agreement on, and you're supposed to do this when you take your marriage vows, is that we vowed that the, the word divorce was in our vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, a lot of us do that in the beginning of marriage and find out later that it, it, it could be different. And, you know, we've taken those vows seriously. Um, we took those vows before God on uh, June 10th, 1995. And despite many of the, the areas that I have struggled in and many of the heartaches that I may have caused, she took those vows just as, as serious. And, and And today we're stronger than ever.
3: Right. Well, you know, and that's a good point, that you put things together and that you're best friends. And I think that one of the keys is that you seem to have lived through your life as a team. And I think that people are sometimes very um, nervous about losing themselves. And, And, well, I've got to be true to myself. And, and sometimes the selfishness and the self will take over and we lose sight of the team. So mm-hmm. to me it sounds like you guys kept the team together.
2: Well, and I think that's one of the areas that is a problem in marriages today, Tiff, is that the mm-hmm. people look at it and they try to they try to maintain so I'm not saying that you don't you you don't have goals for yourself, but those goals have to be brought in a, as a team because when you say "I do," you say "I do" to let to to die impartially to yourself mm-hmm. and putting yeah. someone else someone else ahead of your your interest. That's why um, with our complete fitness that we're doing, it struck me so much when when I felt like God led me to uh, Philippians two, three, through four. That was just basically saying, "Put you know, don't give in to selfish ambition, but rather." Uh, look to build and strengthen others, and through that, God will bless you. And right. and, and He has. And, and I'm not going to say I've always been selfless with my wife. Don't get me wrong about that, because um, and, and she could probably say the same thing. But for the for the most part, when it all boiled down to it, you know, I can't imagine life without her. Um, right. And, and and I don't want to have to imagine life without her. And and, and there were a couple uh, back in uh, 2009. That, that time frame I, I really pushed the limits of what she would put up with and and thank God for a, 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 an accident with, with a phone and, and on, a, on a drive to Branson Missouri um, it all came to a head and she basically you know she laid it on the line she goes Is it, 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 it's um, it's me or or, 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 or not and mm-hmm. I made up my mind right then that uh, you know I had been hiding a few things from her. No more will mm-hmm. I do that, and mm-hmm. um, if i if I feel like I need to hide it from her, it's probably a thing that I probably shouldn't be doing in the first place
3: right, absolutely yeah so and so you're talking about you know complete fitness and everything, and what we're trying to do um if your marriage is falling apart, then so many other things in your life are going to go you know, to the side as well, and so when you say complete fitness, you know, like I said, the Bible says, I wish above all things that you would prosper in all things and be in health, so you can't leave any part of this out of the equation. It all ties into the other, the the financial ties into the relational, which ties into the, um, your health, you know, Mm -hmm. and so I think that just seeing so many divorces. I mean, just I'm surrounded by people who are either going to counseling, trying to work it out, or have just said no, I'm done altogether and walked away. And it breaks my heart to see it happen over and over and over. You know, I told Chris one day, I said, I, I said, sometimes I think our our friends are dropping like flies. You know, and um, it's just a real burden on my heart. So to see you guys go through what you went through and and make it, you know, it's just we've got to tell people that you can do that. That right. just because it's hard doesn't mean it's time to abandon ship. Or just because you're not happy in a certain season, Chris and I have to give back and forth. You know, he has, you know, hobbies. He loves to ride dirt bikes. I have to let him do that. Mm-hmm. I love being on stage. I'm in a show right now. He has to let me go do that so that we can both, you know, feel fulfilled. One day it might be his thing. The next day it's my thing. But we do that because we love each other, you know. But when you go through those seasons where you, you aren't happy, you've got to hunker down and hang in there. And I think so many people in those moments are just ready to abandon the ship.
2: You know, do you think, do you think when when you talk about I'm, I'm not happy – and so our our society today teaches us to start focusing on self at that point in time. When I actually think that the thing that would probably take us out of that funk of being happy is if we would suddenly take the focus off of us and put it on that person. It reminds me of the I can't remember what that that uh, um, movie was called with uh, Oh what what in the world was it called? It but here's the fireman. I can't think of what it was called. Fireproof. Uh, fireproof. Yeah. And, what he had what he was started doing was rather than focusing on himself he started focusing on on his wife and what he could do to provide her with with you know, just act random acts of kindness because mm-hmm. how many times do we you know in, in, when we're dating you know I'll open the door for my girlfriend or mm-hmm. I will I will send flowers out of out of uh you know, just out of nowhere or I might uh, uh, I might send something silly like a like a teddy bear with a note. Why do we stop doing those things once we get married? Because if if we treated our girlfriends the way that we treat our wives as husbands, we probably wouldn't have a wife most of the time. Mm-hmm. And and it's not that you're the one thing that 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 just it. It's hard to explain to someone that's about to go into marriage, and I didn't understand this at the time. There's the romantic, emotional love that you have for one another at the time that, that you're getting married. There's an excitement that comes with that. But if that's the emotion that you're planning on your 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 marriage being based on for the rest of your lives together, you're going to be sadly mistaken because life happens. Mm-hmm. You have ki- you you have kids. You have two you have two daughters. I have two sons. When, when you when you throw that into the mix, if you were looking for romance mm-hmm. suddenly there there's a there's a 3 year old little kid that's laying right there in between you wanting to sleep with mom and dad and he he might do it at any mm-hmm. time of the night
4: right. and
2: but the, you know mm-hmm. those can even be annoying but when you really stop and, and think about it those are special times those mm-hmm. are times that that our our kids are not going to want you know i'm going through actually um your your daughters are how old 10 and 13 10 and 13, so I got 8 and 13, so we're relatively close there. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to cuddle with Jordan, my 13 year old anymore, for one, mm-hmm. it feels weird because he's the same size that I am. <laughs>
0: right.
2: But, but you know, they're not interested in that. They're they're at a different point in their life where they need a different type type of love. And it's not really, it, it, it's just if you're if you're basing your entire relationship off of a off of emotion, it's like anything else in life. Making decisions in emotion is typically when we get to a, a spot where we we um make a wrong decision hey we're coming up on a break right now um we're gonna let tiffany interrogate me a little bit more when we get back from this break um if you're listening and you're in the the near about near south carolina next saturday october 18th at 10 o'clock we are going to be live with complete fitness come check us out if you're there it's free the event costs absolutely nothing to be there but i think you will be blessed if you show up we'll be back from this break in a minute with mickey ellison and tiffany Swilly.
5: the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Women can live their lives to the fullest and realize their dreams for growth and greatness georgine summers knows as host of on the edge georgine will give you powerful tools and rules to help you change direction in your life and get rid of the fears that stop you from living your dreams stretch your boundaries and become the amazing person you've always wanted to be on the edge with georgine summers airs live every wednesday at 1 p.m eastern time 10 a.m pacific time on the voice america variety channel
0: Listen for Matters of Design with celebrity designer Dimitri Christian Skarakis as he explores the dynamics of interior decorating. Imagine your personal style and ideas being shaped by our guest experts as they highlight a mixture of home furnishings, lighting, textiles, and fashion from around the world. If you've ever had difficulty trying to plan how to do it yourself, why not collaborate with a designer and wind up with results like you've never dreamed of? matters of design can be heard live every thursday at 2 p.m pacific 5 p.m eastern on voice america variety follow us on twitter at voice america trn get the lowdown on guests new shows and your favorites that's voice america trn
1: you are tuned to the mickey ellison show to connect with the show today please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or you can drop mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com like our show on facebook now back to the show
3: Hello, this is Tiffany Sleely. I'm so happy to be on Mickey Ellison's show today. And uh, Mickey has pulled a fast one on me today and asked me to interview him today. So thank you for that, Mickey. I appreciate you, that. You're so welcome. <laughs> after, after
2: 43 years of knowing one another, you, you shouldn't be surprised. Actually, you were surprised when you first came on the show that, that someone who was so, so quiet and reserved in, in high school would be doing a radio show, right?
3: Right, I don't think I've ever heard you talk this much <laughs> in, uh, in my life. So that
2: that was kind of odd to me. <laughs> I still I still remember having to give the the uh uh presentation in Mr. Martin's class um and standing in front of 20 people and I could barely even talk. Hopefully that doesn't happen this weekend when we when we talk in front of everybody because that, you know the beauty of this radio show is I can't see people anyway. So right. um Whatever's worth I'm I'm excited about it so you, well, you're you, going to see them this them.
3: weekend, so you better just get geared up and get ready for that because they're <laughs> going to be there and they're going to want to, you know, hear you and know what you've got to to give. So, and I'm just looking forward to the people that I know are already coming and um, checking out what we're doing. And like you said before, I just I just pray that God has His way and that it's just a real blessing and whatever He wants to happen, you know, will happen and we'll just go with that. So
2: and we'll we'll move forward. You're you're already mm-hmm. being. You're already being requested in Pennsylvania, just so you know.
3: Oh, fantastic! <laughs> that's uh, that's where my husband's family is originally from, and he keeps saying we've got to go to Pennsylvania sometime. So all might right. be a good well, reason to go.
2: <laughs> well, Alicia Smith, that was on last week, is about to give us an excuse to go. So um, okay, good. All right. So all right, what's next?
3: Well, your next topic I wanted to talk to you about was uh, more of the fitness um, because. Let me just say, having known you all my life, you were always fit. I mean, you were athletic and I mean you know you had your different categories in high school, and I was the music geek. I was over in that section, and you were in the athletic section, so i you know i I just never thought of you as. Not fit. So when you show. Well, me good. That picture, you didn't
2: see me for those 20 years, so you don't know any different, I don't care. right? <laughs> I don't
3: care. I just assumed everything was good. <laughs>
2: hey, actually, hey, this is an aside. Next week's show you're going to absolutely love because I have a guy named Mike Morgan coming on from. from uh, uh, he's somewhere in Washington. Uh-huh. And Mike is the head football coach at a high school and the music teacher at the same time.
3: Oh my gosh! Well, that's awesome.
2: <laughs> and he's going to break the stereotypes that are out there that we we jocks are um, are the meatheads and and, yeah. and we're you know, we're the Neanderthals and that the music folks are are the nerds or whatever yeah. it might be. He's going to break that because it, there's some interesting stuff that uh, that he shared with me that I can't mm-hmm. wait for everybody to hear. But anyway, that I, I'm good. off subject again. That's
3: so. that's good. Well, um. You were talking about as you went through your depression um, that you began to run. I I think I got that right. Is that right?
2: Well, I didn't, and not in the beginning. Um, I had Mm -hmm. actually yo-yoed a little bit with my weight from the time that I graduated from college. And um, my weight went up a little bit, and then right before we started the the new business uh, that that ultimately failed, um, I lost some weight and got back down to about my, my playing weight in high school. I was a little bit below my, my weight of, uh, of college. And then started to put that weight back on. I went up and down for a little while. And then in 2001, um, I wasn't as in as dark of a place in 2001 as I was mm-hmm. in, in, say, 1996. But it was still a place that uh, it, it, I, I hadn't found the motivation to start moving. And mm-hmm. when, I, when I say that what really triggered me to move was that I was going to have to move to a size 40 from a size 38. Mm-hmm. That was the trigger that got me moving. Um, mm-hmm. Did I know what all these deep emotions that were going on inside at the time? No, but I started moving. I started to feel a little bit better. And actually as, as a result, I think I started to see a little bit more improvement in, in my business that, that I'm working here as a financial planner. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, being said there was still something missing and I didn't really find that that was missing until the financial crisis of 2008 and then 2009 and and, and it took about 5 years to get to where to where I am today but mm-hmm. looking back on those things what, what what I can do is I can teach people what what to do about the the physical side but we have michael gowan and and mm-hmm. Alicia Smith, who was on the show, we have Emory williams that 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 owns um, um, oh, I just went blank on on his fitness place in South carolina it doesn 't have to be a beach body coach; it can be anybody that 's in the fitness industry that really have that down to a science and if you follow what they teach you to do, you will lose weight but where right. the blessings that I came from was more so the um, the parts with debt, and that 's the part that i 'm bringing. Bringing to, to complete fitness and yes mm-hmm. you can ask me questions about about the physical fitness and and I God blessed me with with a lot of uh, um, self determination that I lost for a period of time but it was always down deep inside it was there Tiff and, right. and it showed it showed back up and it really kicked into gear when when Michael came on the show back in May or June whenever whenever that was but uh, um, you know it, it really has been a journey since you two came on the show of figuring out as as we said in the past that we we all three felt that our coming back together you and I after 20 years Michael and I after after 15 years I don't know how long it had been since you had talked to Michael but mm-hmm. the the bringing of us back together at this point in time there was a reason for it and we kept I kept praying for it I know you did and I know Michael did and you know complete fitness is what I've what what we've gotten to now, where he's going to lead us to go forward, I don't I don't really know, but we're mm-hmm. going to go out on faith with it, and and uh, um, you know I I believe that miracles are going to be worked through complete fitness despite the three of us.
3: Oh yeah, so, absolutely.
2: <laughs> because you know we, all we've we
3: got to we, do is try not to mess it up. <laughs> well yeah,
2: you know I, I think one of the one of the beauties that I've learned over the last twenty years is. This this false uh, teaching that's out there that that talks about perception ver, ver, being re versus reality and and faking mm-hmm. it till you make it and these things are all things that will make you appear to be successful and you may have lots of money faking right. it till you make it may get you there but in the mm-hmm. end you, you you may find yourself as empty because Tiff we did make decent income but better than decent incomes for quite some time and we still do mm-hmm. for that matter but. In the end it was still something missing. I would I, I, I remember one of the one of my mentors in this industry told me that the one of the greatest ways of, of finding new new clients is to get involved with community service type stuff. Well that sounds mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. But I would always go back to him and say, I'd say, Don, I can't really get in that was my mentor, by the way. I would say, yeah. Don. I go to these groups. I can't get excited about it because I actually need to. My my personality needs to be a part of a group. When I'm coaching baseball, I'm in that group. Right. Um, when I when I'm working with with people in the fitness side, I'm in that group. But if I'm if I'm just going to be a part of a YMCA men's club, which is a group that I was in, I met some great friends in there. I wasn't emotionally involved with that. It was something mm-hmm. that I just did so that I could pretend to be friends with people and they might become clients. Well, I just wasn't comfortable with that. I had to ha- find something that I would do, whether it benefited me or not financially, and then I would dig into it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and those are – if there's anything – people are going to get different messages from what we're doing because, mm-hmm. as we said a couple weeks ago when you were on the show, you're, you're, you're the teacher. You are. That's who you are, and you can sing to go along with it. I I am the guy that screwed up everything, and I'm okay with that. I'm uh, okay with having screwed up all, all those screwed things. Up.
3: Don't worry about that.
2: <laughs> but but yeah, I, I'm 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 very cool with with people knowing the flaws that I that I have, and knowing that that I still Tiffany. You may not know this. One of my greatest weaknesses is that Michael Black and I used to go head to head every year for most popular in our class for male mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. michael michael always won mm-hmm. uh, i always finished second you know I, I think i got the uh the consolation prize our senior year of of best all around i but i took that as a as a compliment
3: that uh, is a compliment uh, but, absolutely
2: but i i had this ingrained thing that i have to fight because i like for people to like me and when mm-hmm. they don't, I try to do everything in my power to get them to like me. And it mm-hmm. really bugs me when they, no matter what I do, they won't. That right. is a weakness. <laughs> that is a weakness. It, but it is also um, something that I'm aware of now. And and as we go through this, with, with what I'm going to ask people to do Saturday, I realized that about 50, I don't know what the percentage is, 50% of the people there are gonna think, well, I'm absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. And then there's gonna be a percentage of people that will think, wow, that's a great idea, but they're gonna do nothing. They're gonna be that person where faith is dead. right? Because it doesn't, right. it doesn't translate into action. But there's gonna be one or two or three people, or maybe 10, who knows what that number is gonna be, that's gone, they are going to um, put others before themselves And they're going to put their faith into action. I actually heard, got to meet John O'Sullivan, who's been on the show several times this past weekend. And he showed a video. I wish I could get my hands on it before we talk on Sunday or Saturday. But it was called The First Follower. And it showed this guy who's out there. I don't know where they're at. It looked like they were at some type of Woodstock type thing. This guy's Mm -hmm. out there dancing around. He's all by himself. And he looks like a moron. Doing Mm -hmm.
4: it,
2: and then there's one guy finally gets enough courage because he goes, "Man, that looks like fun," and he goes out there and starts doing it with him. And then there's another, then there's another, then there's another, and then finally, you look like more of an idiot sitting on the ground because everybody up is up dancing. And what we're trying, what we're going to need is, is we're going to need that first follower. And when we find, when we get that first follower. That person, that person may be the one that leads it to greatness. Not necessarily us. We're not mm-hmm. doing this to to bring attention to ourselves because if that ever becomes what it is, our our motives are wrong. Right. So, I didn't answer anything to do about fitness, and we got one minute left in this segment. So, uh, <laughs> my journey, my my journey with fitness. Has been something I, I actually look forward to doing it each and every day it's gotten to a point where it, it is a part of me it's something that that I do every morning I've got a is it, it, it's, it's just where I clear my head I wake up and then once I'm I'm dead tired from from the workout I have a I have a moment whether it be five minutes 20 minutes 30 minutes sometimes an hour where I spend time sometimes it's in prayer sometimes it's in scripture sometimes it's just throwing my headphones on my head cuz I created a worship uh playlist on my, on my iPhone that mm-hmm. I would just listen and and in those moments is when it seems like that he actually speaks, because there right. there is there is a silence there. We're at the end of this segment. Uh, Tiffany Swilly will get an opportunity to interrogate me more, and she will interrupt me if I'm not answering the questions that she has for her. Um, <laughs> folks, we'll be back from this break in a second with Nikki Ellison and Tiffany Swilly. See you in a minute.
5: Streaming live the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com.
0: Want to help make our world a better place, but not sure where to start? Tune into Better Worldians Radio with the creators of the social game on Facebook called A Better World. Join hosts Ray, Mary Sue, and Gregory Hansel, who will inspire you to make a big difference in small ways. They'll speak to experts, authors, volunteers, and everyday people who are changing the world daily. Better Worldians Radio is heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety.
5: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go. On iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
1: You are tuned to the Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's one 1-866- 866 472 or you can drop Mickey an email to Mickey at MickeyEllison.com Like our show on Facebook Now, back to the show
3: well welcome back to the Mickey Ellison show my name is Tiffany Sweeley and I'm so happy to be with you today um, Mickey is making me interview him today if you were wondering why I'm talking so I'm excited though to be here and to be talking to him about his journey and the things that he's been through and um, Mickey thank you for having me again on the show
2: and by the way Tiff I can't make you do anything you're in Nashville I'm a witch doll But you felt sorry for me because actually the original plan was to have Michael Gowan on the show, and um, Michael was un- unable to do so, and Tiffany has uh, – I'm actually happy with the direction that we're taking, even though it would have been nice to have uh, have Michael on. So, um, Yes. All right, interrogate away.
3: Actually, it's all Michael's fault, so we're just going to place the blame there. Um, that there way it's not our fault. <laughs> that's right.
4: There we go. Michael, you're the blame.
3: Leads me, that leads me to what I wanted to talk to you about, because as I was listening to your story, this is probably the one point uh, that you made that uh, struck me so hard because I've been there. I've been there uh, in this same place when I realized this, and and it's such a, a hard realization to come to that it, it makes me sick at my stomach just to go back in my mind and think about it. But you were talking about everything that you've been through, and that you were having your big conversation with God and um, just trying to figure out where to go, what to do, what happened, what went wrong. And you said, it sucks when you finally realize that you're the only one to blame. And I was like, oh, my gosh, because there's nothing, I don't know about you, but nobody can punish me harder than I can. I can beat myself up. I can just drag myself through the mud, you know, stupid, 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 you know. And sometimes it's really hard to come to that realization that the choices that you've made, you know, you've made them, and you're just going to have to deal with it now. So I just wanted to talk to you about that because, you know, Americans, we just love to pass blame. It's always everybody else's fault. If this hadn't happened, if Mama had loved me more, if... If I'd have had a better education, blah, blah, blah. We're always looking to pass the blame. But there comes a time in life when we've made crazy decisions and we have to stop and go, you know what? It's my fault. So, what kind of happened that day when you said that to yourself?
2: You know, it, it was over a period of time. And, and when, once you come to that realization, um, it doesn't make it any easier at, at first. I, I think it—it mm-hmm. it actually, in a way, it almost makes it feel a little bit worse, yeah. um, because you realize that you know, even though we had gotten ourselves in, in significant debt, there was no one that made us do that. You know, right. it, as, ba- as bad as that—that that company that uh, that I worked with, and there was a lot of things in there that made me really uncomfortable, as Equinox International. For anybody that may have heard or, or, or been a part of that. Um, but there, there were things and signs along the way that, that something was wrong with what was going on. But yet I continue to move on because I, I, I had, um, I had not found a sense of, 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 accomplishment. I don't, as a singer, maybe you can, you can relate to this when, when you're playing high school baseball and then when you're playing college baseball, you're, you're, um, the center of it, you're the center of attention. You know, while you may think that I may not have been one that spoke a lot, I thrived on the pressure situation when I was in, when I was in high school, when I was in college. Those were the things that made me tick. And, and, and when I failed in those situations, because I did, it made me work harder but as i got out of out, out of college and, and we started to to drown in the in the debt i i couldn't find that same drive because you know what i knew what it was if i struck out 3 times in a game i knew exactly what i had to do to fix that and right. it was it was lots of swings in in, in a in a cage and mm-hmm. doing it over and over and over again but when we find ourselves so deeply in debt yeah. The debt part was worse than the weight part because I still knew what I had to do to lose weight. Mm-hmm. The debt part was, was worse because you felt helpless. You felt like, okay, I I've gotten myself into this situation and I have no way of knowing how to get out of it because mm-hmm. even though we were starting to make a little bit more a little bit more money and I come to that realization, um Let's be honest, for quite a few years, that debt load continued to, to rise. And, and even coming into this business as a financial planner, there was that still that, that stigma of what what you should look like. You've got to drive the right kind of car. I never gave in to driving a Mercedes. Can you see me in a Mercedes Benz anyway?
3: <laughs> no, not really.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> you probably can't see me in a big four-wheel, four-wheel drive either. I, I don't fit either one of those bills. Um, but – it was that, that moment of uh, still having to, to live that fake it till you make it. Perception is reality. And, and I was looking at other people that, that at least appeared to be successful and just following what they were doing. And in some of those instances, I started to get to know those people a little bit better. And when you really – you, know, you started peeling back the onion a little bit, you realized they're as lost as I am. Uh-huh. They're they're actually they're actually maybe worse off because they're how long before the reality comes? Does it come to does it come on their deathbed? At least mine didn't come on my deathbed. Right. And and I I remember um, I don't remember the exact day, but I can remember the emotions that I felt when when I finally broke down. I realized it was my fault, and I looked up to God and said, "I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what to do right here." So your your word says that um, all things work to, to, to glorify you and to our benefit. But yet I don't deserve any of the benefit because I am the one that made those decisions. I probably hurt some people in that first business that we're in. Some people got hurt in the financial crisis of 2008. That was one that was out of my control, but yet you still feel responsible for that. And um, mm-hmm. I think that was the moment that it started to turn around. When I got on my knees I said God I don't know what to do right I have no idea what to do I'm I'm I i am i was not as overweight at that time but I was still um, my body was starting to break down that was about the time that that uh, my hips and knees were starting to hurt um, and it was just a stress and I, I just didn't know where to go and, and that's when when I looked up and it right. wasn't an it wasn't an instant answer it was over time because I started having those prayers and I, I had, met that realization in 2009 it's 2014 now and this mm-hmm. is the year that that i started to feel the the relief you know I started mm-hmm. working a little bit in, in 2013 and and in, in 2012 but um you know it's just like when you look at this radio show i never asked to do a radio show i, I did I, I didn't even have a message with it but look where mm-hmm. we're at today where right. it's brought you and Michael and I back together. It's introduced introduced me to people who not only have a love for fitness with the Beachbody coaches, they also have a love for God. And right. they, ha- they have a love for people is what they have. And, right. and, and I think that's a, you know, I, 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 I think I told um, Alicia last week, you may not have heard this. And you said that you had questioned a little bit about what your role was to be in complete fitness. And so had I. You know, we have Mm -hmm. we have set the date for this event, and here you and I are not knowing exactly what our role is supposed to be, except we knew we're supposed to do it. Right. And we we set that date. And I can specifically remember I just finished a workout, I was sitting in my basement, and I was going through my normal stuff, and I'm reading the book of Job. And I don't have a particular reason. I wasn't really trying to, to look at all my trials and all that stuff. I was just reading the book of Job. And suddenly while I'm sitting there, I'd never had visions. I still haven't. I'd never had dreams that told me what was like a prophet, like what was to come. I'd never had any of those types of things. Um, I've heard of people talk about hearing an audible voice of God. I still haven't heard that. But yeah, I, am really? sitting, I am sitting there, and all of a sudden, this thought comes into my head. It was almost as if he was speaking to me at that point in time, because this thing came out of nowhere. And it said, you— go get others out of debt and I'll take care of you. And that was my moment that I knew exactly what my role was in complete fitness. It's why right. when, when folks approach me about beach body products, I just push them straight to Michael. Right. Uh, and or, or if it's someone else that, that maybe we're, we're working in Pennsylvania in a couple months and, and, and they do it, I'll push them toward Alicia or to, to Katie or those are the people that are supposed to do that. But mm-hmm. what I believe is that someone that's listening to this show someone that's there saturday someone that may be in pennsylvania will be the first follower and they will lead something to what i believe is going to be a revolution and and and, and freeing people from this burden this burden of debt that we continue to to, to fall into we, we we get to working really hard and then life happens or Oh, suddenly I, I'm getting ready. To, I, I got to go on this trip, and I got to look a certain way to go mm-hmm. on this trip. And we fall right back into that that trap of of where we were before. And you you know how it is. It you you had to battle yourself a little bit with weight, right? Absolutely, I did. And and you, you were working hard. You're working hard, and then one weekend you screwed it all up. And that's a terrible feeling when you do it. And for a while you just beat yourself up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and somewhere along the line, you you stop beating yourself up and go, you know what? I screwed up. I uh, can't go back in time. You know, I'm not sticking my finger in my throat to make myself throw up because it was two days ago. And um, we're just going to move forward. And and right. still today, still today, even though I'm at, uh, you can see my abs. I'm at a, at a portion a, a weight that I'm very comfortable with. I still have those weekends. I mm-hmm. still But I don't beat myself up over them anymore. And that, I think that's where a lot of people have trouble moving on is that, that they're stuck in that, that rut of, of, you know, how did I get here? Why did I do this? And, and you keep looking at those things in the past as, as something. You can't change those. So why don't we learn how to embrace those, learn from them, and move forward? You know, if we, our, our kids learn to not put their hands on a hot stove. Um, they don't sit there and cry over it for the rest of their life when they see a stove. Right. They just don't put their hand on it. Right.
3: They've learned so, a lesson.
2: <laughs> so, and, and I have managed again to take up most of the the segment. We're we're getting close to to the end of this segment, and and Tiffany, I I do want to go rapid fire if we can in in the next segment, and and you okay. ask me as many questions as, as possible, and I'll try to give you one or two word answers. Um, I'm not very good at that. But, <laughs> I don't
3: know if I have uh, one or two word kind of question. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, uh, you know, I do want to remind the listeners that if you are anywhere in the, in the area of South Carolina, the upstate of South Carolina, we're going to be there this weekend, 10 o'clock at Beach Springs Church. And I think it's Beach Springs Tabernacle, technically, in Pelzer, South Carolina. Um, we hope you will join us there. We hope you'll be blessed by what happens, despite the flaws that Tiffany and myself and Michael have but i do believe that you'll be blessed if you're if you're there. Um, hope to see you then. We'll be back from this break with Mickey Ellison and Tiffany Sweeley in a minute.
5: Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time the number 1 internet talk station where your opinion counts. Voiceamerica.com Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
0: We all love our best friend, especially when that best friend is a canine best friend. Now there's a show just for the dogs or the people who love them. Tune in to Dogs Rock Radio with host Pamela Hill. With your stories and advice from the experts, we'll show just how much love and purpose dogs bring to our lives and others around us. You'll also learn about canine fitness, training, and health and wellness. Make Dogs Rock Radio a weekly stop every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern on Voice America Variety.
5: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com
1: forward slash Voice America. You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to Mickey at MickeyEllison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now, back to the show.
2: Welcome back to the Mickey Ellison Show. I am Mickey Ellison. I know you've heard Tiffany uh, come on to, to start the last two segments, but I thought since since it does have my name in the show, I would open this last one. Um, I want to thank you, Tiffany, for coming on this week and, and, and asking the questions, um, although it's only been a couple of them because I, I, I went off on them. But, you know, it, it is it is a it's not a story that I'm trying to bring attention to on myself because you know it, it that that doesn't matter um, It does matter that people can can learn and they can they can hear those stories and realize there's actually hope um, and, and i I pray that that is what we're doing and um and, and for somebody it will be. Um, somebody out there that hears this show or, or is there Saturday. Um, quick reminder before we uh, move on to Tiffany interrogating me and, and trying to do rapid fire with me, which may be impossible. Um, <laughs> Complete Fitness officially kicks off. The movement starts October 18th, which is Saturday at 10 o'clock at Beach Springs Church in Pelzer, South Carolina. And understanding that we are not, we, we are, what we're doing is we're putting faith into action. And we're actually going to do what, the opposite of what the world teaches us, and we're going to put others above ourselves. And that is that is the crux of it. And that, it's going to be teaching people how through their beach body and, and folks like uh, Emery Williams with, with with what he does and his, his gym in, in South Carolina and other folks that are maybe listening to the show, we would love to come to your area. You guys have the fitness part taken care of. Um, we can be voices to reiterate what it is you're saying. My My goal in here is really for those that really want to follow is to eliminate debt, and to eliminate debt above and beyond anything Dave Ramsey has come up with in um, with, with, uh, Financial Peace University. While I do love a lot of what he teaches, I want him to have, be teaching what to do after you're out of debt versus while you're in it. So uh, Tiffany, we have the, yeah. you have the floor. We have about four minutes because we're ending okay. the, the show in a different way with, with a song that I hope people will enjoy, and, uh, but Rapid Fire, you have the stage.
3: Oh, gosh, rapid fire. No pressure. Well, since, um, you know, since you part of Complete Fitness is about debt and helping people get out of debt, um, what would you uh, say to people would be, you know, like the top three things you need to do today if they wanted to start the journey of getting out of debt?
2: And one is obviously to know how much you're spending. And that, that's a thing that most people don't even, they, they have no idea what it is. They, know, they don't know what, what they're doing. And start to, to work and follow a lot of what Dave Ramsey teaches with, with uh, the debt snowball. But the, the radical thing that we're going to teach is that rather than focusing on just your debt, we're going to focus on the debt of others. We're going to focus on, on asking people to do something that may be a little bit out of their comfort zone, but every single person, that can hear us and can and, and is listening to what we're doing and, and will see us on Saturday, can do what I'm asking them to do, if they will just do it. If they can't do that, they're the person we're going to look to help. But if we will start to put others above ourselves, come together as a group, rather than trying to do everything on our own, then we are going to see miracles worked. Did Absolutely. I answer your question?
3: Yes. Absolutely. Um, I totally agree with you. I think most people don't have a clue as to what they're spending. Um, I've never seen so many people in my life um, want to get out of the rat race and be an entrepreneur. What industries do you think are doing really well right now for entrepreneurs?
2: Oh, shoot. You know what? It's almost anything we're just serving others because Uh – um, yeah, you know, that's where I think the the beauty comes with what Michael and them are doing with with Beachbody is because they're 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 serving others. If you just look around you, um, customer service is is out the window. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's very very hard to find someone that looks happy to see you. I mean, heck, you just walk into a to a fast food restaurant, and the unfortunate part, Tiff, is I believe those people um, want to be happy, but right. they've got so much. Going on in their lives that we want to jump down their throat because they they gave us a hamburger with with cheese on it and we asked for it without cheese. <laughs> do do we know what's really going on in their lives? Do we know that uh, you know that cashier that may be at, at uh, um, Walmart? Do we know that they may have just lost their brother? They may have right. just lost their spouse. They may have been mm-hmm. just diagnosed with cancer or something like that. But yet we're so self-centered. We're mad because they took an extra five minutes to service. Right. But I think the, the service industry is where, where I would, would go. And, and for for those that are younger listening to it, a trade might be something I would really look, look at learning how to do because mm-hmm. everything in, in education today wants to teach people to be working in those offices where they've got the water coolers and nobody really does anything. I think there's going to be a real need for for plumbers. I think there's going to be a real need for um, uh, electricians, They're going to, uh, for welders, those types of Type, that type of work, because society's teaching us to look down on those things. And the last time I, I checked, I have three toilets in my house, a whole bunch of sinks, and, <laughs> and somebody needs to work on them, and I don't know how.
3: Right. And your car and your truck. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. As long as I, my, I turn that switch and it comes on, I'm good to go.
3: Right. Mike Murdoch has a saying. He says, find a problem and solve it. Mm-hmm. And you'll um, you'll have a business, you know. Like you said, look around you, see what's broke, see what's missing in people's lives, see what you need.
2: And That's it may what be you very, need to solve. It may be very very simple, Tiffany. We're we're mm-hmm. coming to the end of the show. Um,
3: Thanks for having I wanna me th- today. I don't
2: think I want to thank you so much for for coming on. And we're ending the show a little bit different. We started it different, so we're going to end it a little bit different. We've talked about how. Uh, well, first of all, Saturday the 18th at 10 o'clock a.m. in South Carolina. If you're near the area, contact me. We'll tell you how to get there um, through, through MickeyEllison.com or through the, uh, through, the website or through the Facebook page, whatever it might be. Mickey at MickeyEllison.com is the email address. But in life, we're, we're all dealt a, a certain type of cards. Those cards may be – they bring us to tears. It may feel like we're at the lowest point of our lives. And, and we are at that point in time. But understand there's always hope. There's always hope because the very thing that may be causing you to to despair and to fear may be the very thing that makes you the strongest you've ever been when you come through it. We're ending the, the show with a, a song by Laura Story called Blessings. Hope you enjoy it, and we'll see you next week.
4: the night's so are what it takes to know you're near What if trials of this life Are your mercies in disguise We pray for wisdom What if your blessings come through raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? And what if the thousand sleepless nights are what it takes to know you're near? And what if trials of His life are your mercies in disguise? i
1: so much for joining us on the mickey ellison show mickey plans to be here again next wednesday morning at 8 a.m pacific time 11 a.m eastern time on the voice america variety channel we hope you'll be here too